Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. So when I sat down at my computer five minutes ago, I had no idea I was just going to sit down and record an episode. I didn't have anything outlined. I have zero notes, but I just feel like inspired to share about sabotage right now in this moment as things are a little bit crazy in my life. So this morning I was talking to a friend about something else. And at the end she says, I admire your hard work even with trials you face. You're a rock star. And yesterday, after a crazy week last week, um, some more sabotage hit and someone responded to my story and said, wow, you literally always have a crazy story and something crazy happening in your life. And as I was thinking about these two things, I was like, we need to talk about this because it is so true. And I know I'm not alone in that, but I want to just speak to that, speak to that sabotage and pushing through those hard times because sometimes it seems like they're never ending and it's like, oh my gosh, is anything ever going to go right? But then when we switch that mindset around a little bit, it's like, okay, all of this is helping me grow and helping me learn. And it's kind of guiding my path in different directions than I would have. And it's crazy. And it's also a huge learning experience. And it's also just like freaking exhausting. So let me kind of backpedal. My life is always crazy. There literally is always something crazy happening. But let's just speak to the last few weeks. Last week, I had a crazy, crazy week. And I already knew it was going to be a crazy week because I was coming back from a vacation. And I just knew like it was going to be a lot. And so I kind of had scheduled myself pretty full. What I didn't know in addition to the 50 Mother's Day sessions, the two regular sessions, the one brand shoot, and the content day with 12 photographers from four different states, was that on top of that, we were going to have some other things hit. One being that I tore a ligament and a tendon in my ankle, and that was extremely painful, and I'm probably going to have to have surgery, and that was a lot. So that was that was Monday. And then Tuesday morning, I was pushing in a tote box onto the bottom shelf. I was on the ground kneeling down and I was my like my uh, shoulders were square to the shelf, but I was pushing it sideways, like to the bottom shelf where I, anyways, I popped a rib out. And this was the same day I had 50 Mother's Day sessions, group coaching with 20 girls, a one-on-one, like a podcast interview, all these things that I could not miss and could not reschedule. And I was in so much pain. If you've ever popped a rib out, then you know the pain. It's unlike anything else. You can't move. You can't bend. You can't twist. You can't turn. You can't do anything. And I immediately ran to the chiropractor, got it popped into place, but then it was just sore and stiff. And so I had all this physical sabotage going on. And then I'm sure I mentioned it before because you can't go anywhere with me without hearing about it, but I have an extreme fear of puke, like extreme. And after this kind of hellish week, emotionally, I wasn't like keeping up with my mindset stuff. I was overwhelmed. I wasn't waking up early. I wasn't getting on my accountability calls. I wasn't doing my mindset work. I wasn't journaling. I was just in full chaos mode survival. Um, And I think I was also PMSing a little bit. So I'm getting through this crazy, crazy week. We get to Friday. It's finally content day. As soon as content day is over, I have my weekend to recover. It's going to be great. Somebody threw up at content day all over my front room. And first of all, I feel very badly for them. That's like the worst thing ever. Super terrible. I would die. You know, like that's so horrible. Not only do you feel terrible, but then also it's like embarrassing and it's like awkward. And then she didn't get to be a part of content day because she had to go home and rest. And 
the saving grace was that she was from Logan because um, a lot of people traveled from four different states. Like, what would you do if you traveled from a different state for this two hour content date and then you were so sick? But anyways, it just sent me into full fight or flight. And I was like, what is freaking wrong with this week? Like this whole week, all this physical sabotage, emotional sabotage, like what is going on? And so I finally, you know, get through the week. It was crazy. And I was like, yikes, that was crazy. Every single day there was something that kind of made my adrenaline spike or set me into like fight or flight. So that night I go to a breathwork class. I go to a float, an hour float where you just lay there in silence and you float and it's super relaxing, super good for your body. Obviously we just had the podcast episode about it. I had a 10 minute massage and there's zero gravity massage chairs. The next day I went to an early temple session where I found a lot of peace and whatever. And then I took a nap and went to church and had all these great experiences. Monday starts again. It's going great. I have my main marketing challenge starting. It's awesome. And then my son gets bit in the face by a dog. And straight back to that, like, oh my gosh, adrenaline rush, fight or flight. What do I do? Crying, freaking out, staying calm, back to freaking out, back to same calm, just trying to like, whew, what's going on? Whatever. And I and I was just like looking at this week and at that demon that came in and said, you literally always have something crazy. And I was like, my goodness, it's so freaking annoying. Why? Why, why, why? And instead, I mean, obviously I went there first. I was like, okay, here's the lesson that I need to learn from this. Everything does go wrong. Like there's going to be accidents. There's going to be trials. There's going to be troubles. There's going to be hard times. These are all designed. Like this is part of the life that I signed up for so that we can learn and grow and stretch. Like obviously it's just like a test in school. Like we prepare for this test. We Like we get tested on things so that we can learn and grow and see what we know and see what we don't know and see where we need to improve. And so what I learned from this test of this last few weeks and these last few months and these last few years, and I'm sure I've said this before, but what I've really, really realized this week is that these trials and troubles and hard times are going to keep coming and they're not going away. And it just seems like life for me has gone a lot harder ever since my big trauma in 2019 everything's gotten harder since then. Like nothing's gotten, like, it's not like, okay, you'd had your hard thing. Now you get a break for a couple years. No, it hasn't been like that at all. Like it's been crazy. It's been straight up crazy. And I would love to just share and tell you all the things, but I'm not going to, cause it doesn't matter. It's not a punishment. It's not a sign that I'm doing things wrong. All of these little things are helping me and molding me into the person that I need to be. And it's important for me to go through these things so that I can grow and I can learn and I can change. And obviously I have a lot to learn still. But what I love about all of my trials is that it's led me on the path that I'm on right now. It's led me to healing. It's led me to mindset work. It's led me to therapy and coaching and counseling and energy work and all the different things and the tools that I have in my toolbox now that I can pass on to my kids because life is just hard. It's just hard. So when everything's going wrong, It's easy to like forget the mindset work and just get into survival mode. But I realize that's my cycle. That's my cycle I go to. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to tune out. I'm just going to watch TikTok for two hours. I'm just not going to care about life. I'm just going to like, I need to go to my bed. No one follow me. I need to whatever. And that's where I was at last week. But I realized that's my cycle I get into. And I need to get out of that cycle instead of like, okay, when things are hard, I have the tools to get out of this stuff. I have the tools to change my mindset, to change my thoughts, to change my actions, to change my results. I have that inside of me. I have everything I need inside of me. And I'm not saying don't have a bad day or don't have a meltdown because sometimes we need that, you know, but the next day get up and do your mindset work so that you don't have to live in that terrible space. 
Sometimes, you know, you just need to feel terrible for a day so that you can jump out of it. But we don't want to feel terrible every day. And that's kind of where I used to be. I used to be like, life is going terrible. Every single day is terrible. And I was just like kind of letting life happen to me. But I learned to be proactive and put myself and my mindset first so that I can take on the things that are coming in life. So this morning, I woke up at 6.30. I usually wake up at 7, which is early for me. I woke up 30 minutes early because of how terrible yesterday was. And I was like, I am not going to let this win today. So something bad might happen today, but I don't care because I am prepared. Yesterday morning before all the dog stuff and whatever, I did the same. I woke up early. Yesterday, I only woke up at seven. Did my mindset work, did my journaling, did my meditation. And I was able to like get through the hard parts of that day and come back to like that Zen spot. Like it was funny because the dog attack was actually on video and it wasn't really the dog's fault. It was a unique situation. And it wasn't really Rowan's fault either. It was just bad. But I feel like it was mostly my fault because I wasn't there to intervene. But, you know, accidents happen and you can't take that on you. And luckily, it wasn't worse than it was. But anyways, when that happened, it was recorded and I sent it to my friends and they were like, wow, you stayed so calm. And I was like, yeah, that's because I meditated that morning. Like, that's the only way. Because if I was still in the fight or flight that I was in from last week and carrying that energy over to this week, I would have been a basket case. And yes, I still cried because it was scary and it was like a lot, but like I was able to, you know, when you like cry and you can't stop crying, it wasn't like that. Like I cried on the way to the doctor, but when we got there, I was able to calmly tell the story and smile and talk. And, and obviously he wasn't crying at this point either, which made it easier. So anyways, I was able to get through this hard thing without like the kind of just like doomsday attitude, you know? And so because I had woken up early yesterday and done that, I was able to get through that crazy day better. And at the end of the day, I was way behind on work because of this kind of, this kind of just like derailed my day. And then like, I couldn't think my brain wouldn't work. I was like the adrenaline and then being exhausted from the adrenaline and just like brain fog from just like all the emotions. I was just like, not in like a super like productive space. But at the end of the day, instead of being like so overwhelmed and stressed and crying to my husband, like, oh my gosh, I'm so behind. I was like, ugh, I'm behind, but I was, you know, there for my son and that's when I needed, like, I was able to turn around my mindset and not, like, sabotage myself. And that is what we need every day. That's what we need every day. So, this morning, instead of waking up at seven, I was like, okay, Satan, (laughs) you're not going to get me today. You didn't get me yesterday, but I'm going to prepare even more. And I woke up a whole half an hour earlier. That's hard for me. I'm not a morning person, guys. 6.30, you're probably like, that's not even early. 6.30 is early for me. I woke up at 6.30. I did my journaling. I did my meditation. I did my scripture study. I did, um, trying to think of what I got ready, which is big for me, like just get full on makeup, doing my hair. And then by seven, I was able to start working on stuff. I recorded three reels. I did a live video for my main marketing challenge. I responded to all the main marketing challenge comments. I answered all my emails. Then by eight, I was ready to go back in the house because I went out to the studio, go back into the house, wake up my kids and focus on getting them ready for school. They actually looked presentable today, I'd say, and got them to school on time, got them to the bus, came back, got my baby ready for school. Um, And then when I got to my desk, instead of being like, okay, I've got to journal still, I've got to do like, what haven't I done on my routine? What do I need to do? What like what emails do I need to answer? I was able to sit down and be like, I should record a podcast because I'm feeling inspired. 
And that's what I did. So I sat down and I was like, we need to talk about this sabotage because it's happening everywhere. It's not just me having these crazy things happen. I just happen to be in public side because I share and because I'm very open about that, about my struggles and about things that are going on. But everybody is having hard times happening right now. And so what we need to do is number one, we need to up our morning routine. And in that morning routine, we need to focus on mindset work. 100%. The morning should be about mindset work. What things will make you feel more zen and grounded? What things will help you handle the thing, like hard things that life is going to throw at you today? What are those things? And put them on your schedule every morning before your kids wake up, before you have to go to work, before you do anything. You need to focus on that first. That's the first thing. My mission is to empower women in their roles as business owners and mothers so that they can feel like they're running an amazing business without sacrificing family life and without feeling that mom guilt. And that's why I created this little workbook that is going to walk you through a few very basic, simple steps to find peace, joy, and fulfillment in your life as a mompreneur. There's a link below where you can sign up to get the guilt-free mompreneur mini workbook and start using affirmations, a cute little schedule, and a gratitude journal to start living your guilt-free mompreneur life right away. Second, you need to recognize your cycles. So when sabotage hits and you just feel like everything's kind of snowballing, what happens? What do you do? Do you go on a Netflix binge? Do you get super anxious? Do you get super depressed and like to stop doing everything and feel super unmotivated and lay in bed for days? Do you stop and like quit what you're doing? Like just backpedal, never mind, we're not going to do it. Just totally just cancel what you were planning on doing? Is it fear? Is it fear of what others think? Is it imposter syndrome? Is it overwhelm? There's so many cycles that we get ourselves into and it's super important to understand what your cycle is so you can catch yourself in that. I remember way back after I had Piper, I was in a bad mental health space and every time I was in that place, I would go on a Netflix binge and that Netflix binge would suck me in deeper into this hole of depression. So when I had my third baby, I made a rule for myself that I would not do any Netflix. And anytime I'm feeling anxious, that's not when I start my Netflix binge because I know that that's just me turning off my feelings and sucking into this like, you know, this binge that's going to help me try to forget. But honestly, it always makes me feel worse. I want to be able to watch those Netflix shows and my entertainment out of pleasure, not out of like depression and, and, you know, make my mental health situation worse. You know, another cycle that I get in is like fear of being a bad mom and not being balanced. Like when I have all these fun things coming up for my business, I start going into like mom guilt. And I know I preach this all the time, but I go into this like, oh, I'm not doing enough for my kids or they'll be with the babysitter too much. Maybe I should cancel some of those things or maybe I shouldn't do that as much. And I'm like, no, these are all the things that I've been wanting and working towards and they will bless my family, but I let my mind kind of take over and be like, you're being a bad mom and all these things. So once you know what your cycles are, you can kind of address them and you can recognize them and you can be like, okay, not today, Netflix, not today, mom guilt, not today, quitting. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to push through this sabotage and I'm not going to quit because I always quit and that's my cycle or I'm, I always go to Netflix or I always go to whatever it is, right? So we need to recognize our cycles. Another thing that helps me a lot is gratitude, just to kind of pull me out of that dark place. So I would recommend if you don't have it in your morning routine and you don't have it with your mindset work that you're already, you know, that we talked about number one is number three, add in a gratitude practice every single day. So maybe it's a gratitude meditation. Maybe it's writing down 10 things you're grateful for. But for me, even when things are going super bad and, 
you know, I have so many things to journal or to say that are bad, I can always come up with 10 things to be grateful for. And that kind of helps with my perspective of, okay, it's not all bad. There are so many good things happening too. And when I stop and recognize those, I can kind of pull myself a little bit out of that dark place. Um, The next one, number four, is don't carry the energy forward. So that's what I was doing last week. I was taking a bad day and then rolling it into the next bad day and then rolling it into the next bad day. And it was like a snowball rolling down a mountain, collecting all the bad moments and just turning a bad day into a bad week, into a bad month, into bad things, into a bad life. I think a lot of times we do that. We take a bad moment and we connect it to all the other bad moments and we're like, wow, life really sucks lately, you know? But that's not true because if you took all the good moments too and you snowballed them, I bet the good snowball would be bigger than the bad one even if the bad things are really big things, because there are so many little good things, especially around bad things. You know, when bad things happen, look at all the helpers, look at all the people that step up, look at all the people that show up for you, look at all the support you have. All of that turns into a way bigger snowball than, than the bad one. So when we're carrying that negative energy forward, we're just sabotaging ourselves, really. We're taking that sabotage and we're making it worse. So if you can stop at the end of the day and you can either do that journal or do a meditation to release or, or just like deep breaths, releasing everything from the day and moving forward into the next day with better energy and not carrying like a bad day into the next day, into the next day, into the next day, and just letting them be standalone bad moments, but not bad days, bad weeks, bad months. I recently got a shirt from a brand that says no bad days. And at first I was like, oh, I don't like this. Maybe it's toxic positivity. And then I was like, wait, no, actually I do like this because it's not saying no bad moments. It's saying no bad days. There are bad moments in every day and there are good moments in every day, but that doesn't make the day bad. And I kind of like that. I'm like, I'm going to take that on because how many times have I been like, it was a bad day, but there were so many good parts that I'm missing out on because I'm focusing on the negative, the sabotage, and I'm feeding that. And then I'm carrying that energy forward. And that's not helpful. And lastly, push through, keep going, don't let sabotage win. I think oftentimes we give up right in the middle of that really, really hard time when the beauty and the joy and the the good things are right on the other side of that sabotage. That sabotage comes when we're doing good things and when we're reaching towards big goals and when we're just like just trying to be ourselves, you know, like... (laughs) It comes. So don't let it win. Don't let it push you backwards. Don't let it stop you. Don't let it have you quit what you're doing or backpedal or anything like that. Keep going, push through. Just like that text I got, that's all I'm trying to do is push through. It's amazing that last week, like at the end of the week, I was like, my biggest accomplishment is I didn't cancel anything this week. I had a haircut appointment and a random interview that didn't like super matter that I didn't need to go to. And I had all these other little random things that were easy to be like, okay, I'm overwhelmed. I'm just going to cancel. But I didn't cancel anything because I was like, no, I committed to this because I knew that these things, like I'm very intentional about what I put on my calendar. And so I didn't cancel anything. And I got to my haircut and she said, I'm really surprised you didn't cancel. Like, I saw your week and I really thought you would cancel and I didn't want you to because I wouldn't be able to get you in for a long time and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I know, like I was like, oh, what can I get rid of this week? I'm so overwhelmed, but I did it. And that's one of my cycles is like canceling things because I'm overwhelmed. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And I had such a great week, even though it was really hard and really crazy and so many connections and so many great conversations and so many people that I ran into because I showed up at all the things I was supposed to show up at. And it was insane and it got more insane and it got more insane. But keeping those 
like commitments was super important to me so that I could show myself that I can push through and I keep keep going even when sabotage is seemingly taking over my entire life. So those are my tips today. If you're going through sabotage, you're not alone. You know, we're all in this together. Everybody goes through it. It's hard and it's sometimes debilitating and I'm not sugarcoating it and saying like, life is still great, but we can also see that there are great things still happening. And when we push through, through those hard times, there's goodness on the other side of those really, really, really hard moments. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.